everyone. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Interesting show today. The mole. The mole's really ramping it up, aren't they, huh? Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, we're celebrating 20 years since Abby graced our screens on um, uh, reality television. Mm-hmm. Not your first um, TV appearance, though. Maddie keeps on saying that it was. No. No. But he didn't, maybe he doesn't know. Oh, what were you on before the mole? Uh, I was well, I was the Wheel of Fortune girl. Oh, that's right. As a kid. Mm. Yeah, you did. You have told me that. I yeah, used to do commercials and stuff. Like was that. Couch Potato before the mole or after? After. Ah, okay. Mm. Well, I'd say this, this is your first feature show where it was feature. It was about you and your personality and stuff. Like Whereas, being myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like before you were, you you know, just popping up in commercials and selling things and being a cute little kid yeah, on Wheel of Fortune. I don't know talk about reality shows like these days, but mm. I do admit that you forgot the cameras were there because mm. you didn't have anyone else around. So it was just yeah. those people that you're talking to and you didn't have phones. And so you do, you do actually forget and you do forget that you're wearing a mic. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, it's, it's, I, I just <laughs> loved the mole because I thought the concept of it was just, so brilliant. It's like anything uh, when you're watching or listening, if you're playing along, like it's, you're in the game as well. Yeah. Mm. You know, whereas it's. a Logie. Yeah, I think it oh, would have. Surely it did. Yeah. It was pretty groundbreaking in its day for the concept. Was, yeah. was it an Australian concept or did we take it from overseas? No, I think it was a Belgium. Oh. Bel- yeah. Grant Bowler said it was a Belgian um, one and very smart. The guy who created it also hosted it. Mm. So right. oh, over there, yeah, is what he told us. That would um, be yeah, uh, Belgium. Yeah, mm. the mole winner Logie. Let's find out. But because of it, um, to celebrate Abby being on mm. there, we have a mole in our show, mm-hmm. ruining our breakfast show. Did the stab Abby, myself, or our producers Candy and Siobhan. Uh There was a challenge today, um, and the mole. I reckon the mole made our listeners lose ten thousand dollars. Yeah, true. Well, that was the the subtitle that they used to say with the Australian version of the mole. Who is the traitor? Mm. Ah. So someone is the traitor. Someone didn't support the listeners today. Well, that is, but we even forgot too. I mean, before that, our microphones cut in and out during a break as yep. well. And then at the end of the show, the Selena Gomez song had all its uh, lyrics removed. It's been a busy little mole. Or he. Mm. They. They. Um, the mole did win a Logie Award for most popular reality program. There you go. Yeah, because I'm here. Yeah, because I remember watching it and going, why wasn't I invited? <laughs> and then you realise as a contestant, you are nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and then in full circles, the uh, creator, the Australian creator, he had a boat, a yacht um, in Sydney. Yeah. And I used to make his coffees. <laughs> <laughs> So you're and still working for him all those years later. He didn't remember me. Oh, oh it was just like, Abby, what are you I'm doing sorry. these days? And I was like, oh, I'm an actress because <laughs> I'm obviously a waitress now. Yeah. You were just a dollar sign to him, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, the married at first sight contestants today. <laughs> There's some of them apparently making like 300 grand on their Instagram accounts. Really? Who? And stuff. I didn't. I saw something on um, and like appearances and stuff. Really? They've got to claim that stuff. I hope they're aware of it. Yeah, I think it is like um, actual income. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, which married at first sight contestant? What's like is... David advertising toothpaste or something? <laughs> I, I was that on last night's episode? Yeah. Where he put his toothbrush in the toilet. Her toothbrush oh, in the toilet. Gosh. She used it for five days apparently. Oh. Um, he's, he's not right. No. Yeah, but they, but they were all they were all loved up. 
but they really went from hating each other, then they were deeply in love, and then now he's he's scrubbing mm, the. No, 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 no. They liked each other, but they went to hating each other. Then they had sex, and now they're back to hating each other. Because they never, she we never really were loved up. It was just like, oh, you're into kinky stuff too. Yeah, and she <laughs> and cheated now... with Dave. No, not Dave, Mike. Michael, but I think Michael. it was just a drunken night out, or did they actually do it last night? Apparently they were dry humping on the bed, but you didn't see that. That's just what they've said. Ah, oh, the good old dry hump. Mm. <laughs> dry root. Dry root, that's it. Did you, did you have dry root? <laughs> well, I think, I think it was dry for her. I'm not sure about me, though. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is there another kind? The dry root school was <laughs> such a thing, wasn't it? It was. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you know, we're, we're thinking what you're thinking. We're just not saying it. Uh, um, all right, let's get into the podcast. Don't forget, in the middle of this podcast, we'll give you the letter for Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Heartache around the world at the news. Kobe Bryant, dead at 41 years old. Killed Sunday when the helicopter he was in crashed in the hills of Calabasas, California. It was a huge story right around the world of Kobe Bryant and I think also a time a lot of people reflecting on how quickly him and his daughter Gigi died in that um, helicopter crash. If everyone was like, wow, I need to go and see my family because mm. life can be over just like that. I think when you get someone who's that admired and that high up in their sport, they're untouchable. Yep. That is so, so true, isn't it? You think... People think, if wait a minute, if they can pass away, then... What about the rest of us? So it does make people reflect. It's the same as yeah. Princess Diana. Yeah, that hit a lot of people. Yeah. Yesterday at the uh, Staples Centre where the Lakers play all of their um, games, they had a memorial. It was quite beautiful that Kirby's wife sort of allowed that because it was a whole stadium. Yeah. And Ooh. you could you could um, go on and get tickets. Did they have a along. private funeral earlier or is this? I'm not sure. Another thing, yeah. It was never really mentioned. But um, it was so the public could be involved with it, yeah. Yeah, and everyone spoke. Um, she spoke, Kobe's wife spoke yeah. about the daughter Gigi. It was heartbreaking. Mm. It was it was full on to watch. Mm. Um, and you could tell the minute that she said, oh, I'm going to talk about my baby girl Gigi. Because um, I was watching it, it was live streamed on the internet. You were like, "Oh my god, this is going to be this is going to be hard." Mm-hmm. Um, but there was also some beautiful moments, and this is what I think is fantastic about life: is in tragedy, you also remember some of the the beautiful moments in people's lives and who they were. Um, this is Kobe's wife talking about him, who to her he's her husband. Mm. He's not the basketball player. He's not the superstar. Um, and all of their uh, little pet names that they had for each other. Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. But to me, he was Kobe Kobe. My boo-boo, my baby, my papi chulo. I was his VB, his principessa, his reina, his queen mama, and his... Visky, Maniski, Fabuliski. <laughs> is that, is that a mean anyway? I don't know. Visky, oh, Maniski, Fabuliski. Well, yeah, that's exactly that's right. Yeah. I would have done well in that Coca-Cola thing where you put your names on the billboards. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was quite nice. Beyonce performed. Of course she did. As well. Of course she did. Beyonce she did. did, yeah. Yeah. She what did, did she sing? Uh, I don't know the song. I I'll, I'll, so many I'll, questions. I'll play it to you. No, you'll I should have watched it. Sorry. You'll know the song. Have a listen. I'm here because I love Kobe. And this was one of his favorite songs. Love you. He your love is bright as ever. Halo, halo. Oh, they did Halo. Oh, yeah, Halo. 
Was that his favourite song or did you sing one before? There was another one before, one before that. that. Oh, because it was like, this is his favourite song, which happens to be mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> his favourite song, my brand new single. XO, was it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, the, the guys he played basketball with. Um, he played with the big names that even people who don't follow basketball know, like your Michael Jordans, mm. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille comes up on stage uh, and tells a story about when they played together. And Kobe tells great stories about Shaquille O'Neal because he was a lazy basketballer. Mm. He had the size on his Shaquille, side. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. Never trained. And, and Kobe <laughs> used to always say, he'd be like, I could have 20 championship rings if Shaquille O'Neal wasn't so lazy. And they used to fight a lot, the two of them, when they played yeah. together. And he tells a great story here of when Kobe started playing. And Kobe was known as a bit of a ball hog uh, at the start. And the guys asked Shaquille to tell Kobe not to be a hog. Hey, Kobe, gave my respect was the guys were complaining. I said, Shaq, Kobe's not passing the ball. I said, I'll talk to him. I said, Kobe, there's no I in team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an in me in that mother. <laughs> <That's a good> <laughs> <one>. <laughs> uh, and I've seen interviews with Kobe Bryant telling stories before of Shaquille would be like, pass me the ball, pass me the ball. And he was like, no, I'm going to shoot. You get the rebound. You're tall. Uh, and then Michael Jordan as well. You would have seen memes on the internet of him crying. Because mm. uh, when he cries, he's a real ugly cryer. Yes, he is. Michael not... Jordan. Mm. Um, and this, uh, he made reference to that because he was, he was very distraught during the memorial. He talked about everything. And he was just trying to be a better person. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crying meme for the next. <laughs> I told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. <laughs> That is what Kobe Bryant does to me. <laughs> so through all the sadness, there were yeah. some really beautiful moments um, in there as well. And that whole the whole thing is up online um, if you do want to go and watch it if you're a basketball fan. Do you fan. get any tips because, you know, you're in charge of my eulogy? Make it funny. Right, cool. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> get Beyonce. Was the <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? We'd love to hear from you. It's First Calls, 131060. You can talk about anything you want to. Jessica in Crestmead, what do you want to say? I am so gosh dang excited Mm -hmm. for Easter. Mm. I like Easter. What are you doing for it? I am going out camping, but where I go camping is 150 acres of a family home. So we, it's all friends and family. There's probably like 180 people that go out there. Wow. Oh, nice. I Holy like moly. that. Yeah, there's like a tent set up for arts and crafts for the kids. There's, um, what's it called? Um, treasure hunts for the kids. Ooh, is it for the kids, Jessica? On a Saturday. Pardon? It doesn't sound like for the kids with your excitement. <laughs> oh, I, I'm just that person that loves every like yeah. holiday of the year. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah, we're going camping as well, but we're going. It's not powered sites. Is yours powered? Uh, well, my partner's family like they've set up an area with um, like a toilet and a yeah. shower and stuff for their family yeah. because they go every year. So it's got it's it's pretty good. I don't supply anything because I have no camping stuff by his family. That's why it's exciting for you. I'm always the sucker with my family. I've got all the gear, so I have to take everything. 
Um, oh. Which I don't mind. You it, like having all the knickknacks and... Yeah, and your cousin's got a boat. It's give and take. Yeah, that's true. You know. Mm. That is true. We're, we're thinking about, Jess, of doing, like, for our show, we want to take listeners on a big camp. Mm. We've, we've... <gasps> I think she's in. Oh, my you God. Like Jessica, do you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Stop that it. if we do it, you are going to be the captain of one of the, the, the camp squad, okay? Oh, my God. Stop it. I was born for this. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about it for a couple yeah, of years want, now. Do you know what the problem is? We keep forgetting because we mm. say we're going to do it for Easter, but you've got to book because we've yeah. booked now. Out. Yeah, you'd have to book now for next year. We would. Why don't we book now for next year? We're, we're going to have to. We've got to get a deposit together. That's all right. How many people? Uh, we're going to do powered or not powered because I've always done not powered and recently I've become a little bit powered. of a wuss because the, my bobs likes the heater. Get solar. <laughs> I mean, you take a solar set up, can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might you go and get a bit more, yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Jessica, you've inspired us to put that idea back into the meeting. We'll do that. Mm. Uh, Breeze from South Ripley, you're on the air. What do you want to chat about? Hey, guys. I just wanted to have a chat about um, trying to find motivation to get back into, like, sport and fitness. So at the moment, I'm trying to get back into boot camp, and every time I seem to hold myself accountable and try and set days to go, I always end up with an injury or there's always something that happens. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to get that motivation back, so <laughs> mm. kind of a bit frustrating, but I guess that's part of life and part of parenting and everything else as well, so. Yeah, I always find that that hard. I'm into self-sabotage big time. Every time I think I'm doing well, like I'll stuff it up. But Bree, there's a new app that I've started using. I'm not getting any kickbacks from this, I promise, but it's a good one because it teaches you the psychology of it. It's called um, NUM, M-O-O-M. So what, what it tells you... Each day that... you do like different lessons on it and stuff like this and it will talk about um, how, to, how to keep your motivation going and it's the only one that I've really found yeah. has been good because I will, go. it would say about your, your honeymoon phase, you know, when everything's going really well yeah. and yeah. then you drop the wagon and how to sort of get back on it. And it also puts in your treats as well. You got to uh-huh. treat yourself. That is the hardest part of a diet. Is you just—it's like a prison, mm. you know. Mm. It is an American app, so that's why they do say you got to treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> treat yourself, girl. <laughs> hey, Tracy, uh, you've been following the mole on the air, have you? Good morning. I certainly have been following you, Matt. Oh, <laughs> straight in with the accusations. Why do you think it's Matt? Because Matt's always always the one that brings it up, always going on about it. He's always the first to think of something to say. And I think a mole always tries to cover the tracks by talking too much. Yeah. And he has been pointing the finger at Stav, which is often... like It's like when someone does a fart, they'll point it at someone else. You know what they say when you point a finger, Maddie? There's three pointing back at you. That's right. (laughs) I don't really get that. Because this, see... See that it's literally that's the way oh, one one finger physically and physically the three that you curl up down the bottom are pointing back at you. Oh, Ooh. I thought there was just always those uh, three, three people judgmental going. people in every room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, Tracy, I am definitely oh, not the mole. Uh huh. Hand on oh, heart, not the mole. Okay. No, don't All believe right. him, Trace. He's a liar. Yep, covering his tracks again. Yeah. 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 Thanks, (laughs) One of us, Stav, Abby, myself, or our producers, Siobhan and Candy, someone's job this week is to sabotage the entire show. We are doing it, by the way, to celebrate the fact that this week it's 20 years since you were runner-up on the first Mole Labs. Mm. So. It was like just the other day. I spoke to a couple of the contestants, actually. Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. How are they going? As a result of it. They're really well. I, I only keep in contact with three of them. Which three? The mole and the winner, who are now in a relationship. Wow. Were they in cahoots? 
No, but they did share a room once. Mm, coach. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. The it has been going on for many years, and after five um, days of deliberations, uh, the jury has agreed that Weinstein, mm-hmm. uh, Harvey Weinstein, has been found guilty. Harvey Weinstein has been found guilty of rape. The jurors found him guilty of criminal sexual act in the first degree, maximum penalty of 25 years in prison, and also guilty of rape in the third degree. I always find it hard with cases like this because there's so many women um, that have claimed to be a victim of his that haven't been able to go to court or find closure, but I hope they find closure with the two people that did press charges. Yes. Because I guess it's always hard to find um, evidence Mm. and if it's happened so many Surely if he goes to jail, you would feel good about that. Even if it wasn't your case that sent him to jail. There's a lot of women that still want to be heard because Mm. to to keep it undercover for so many years and then to finally come out about it, they want to find that they're they're heard. Mm. It, um, It does look like, if you see the pictures online, it does look like... He is trying to seem as though he's quite ill. Mm. All of a sudden, he's got a walker, like an old man that mm-hmm. he's pushing himself in. Before this case, we saw that he was standing upright and very fine on red carpets everywhere. Mm. Is that him trying to make it look like he's not well enough to go to prison? I or? don't think it makes a difference, does it? They can still go. They can still go. He's such a but, Hollywood yeah. heavyweight. There's so many people that would have covered it up as well. Mm-hmm. When something mm. like this happens, I think they can take relief in knowing that it's not going to happen from now on. Yeah. There's so many people that are going to go, no, 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 we're, we're, there's no way we would cover up for anyone. So yeah. I mean, it should never have happened in the first of place. Of course but not. Of course not. The, the best thing to come out of this terrible situation is that it's changed the mindset, I I'm guess, of the industry. Trying to find positive in things at the moment, but like it's it. all very doom and gloom. Like so let's it. move on to Wiley Cyrus. I came in like a rainbow. She's back with Liam. No. <laughs> That's a shame. No, Liam's Is moved it? on. Yeah. I like them separate. Okay. Mm. I don't want them to be back together. Okay. Because no. Liam's found a lovely girl and his mum approved. I saw them. They went out for brunch. I was in the bushes. No, no, no. I saw him in the magazines. Ah, yeah. And they yeah. were very approving of her. Uh, but no, Miley Cyrus has been announced that she's going to be doing the World Tour Bushfire Relief um, Charity Concert. It's happening in Melbourne mm. and it's going to be on March the 13th. So I think it's good that she's coming out for it. I wow, know Miley Cyrus? Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I guess it's confirmed. I hope it's not going to be one of those ones where they sell all the tickets and go, oh, by the way. Miley can't but now Little Nas it. is going to be performing as well. Mm-hmm. This is a big lineup. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be huge. They're all big lineup. Ooh. So uh, tickets go on sale today uh, from ticketech.com.au. And also another announcement for this guy. Niall Horan? Do you think he's the most successful from one day? No. No. Really? No, Harry is. Harry, oh, Harry no, Styles, see, I think, hands down. I think he is. There hasn't been a song that he's come out that I don't love. This and is he's... the only song, I think. Really? <laughs> oh. What? I like him. I'm just saying Harry's above him. No, he's not. Okay. Hmm. Fight you for him. I've met them both. <laughs> Have you? Yes. Oh, damn. Uh, but he has announced that he's going to be coming for his world acclaimed uh, Nice to Meet Ya tour. He's bringing it to Australia. So he's going to be performing here in Brisbane on the 30th of September mm. at Brisbane Entertainment Centre. So if you want to get tickets, there is a pre-sale that's happening um, 26th of Feb, so tomorrow, and sale for the public happening on 2nd of March. You going to go? Uh, from TicketTech.com. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, you going to yeah. go? And and have you seen his interviews? No. He's always here supporting um, Australian sports as well. He loves his sports. Yeah, he's got family who live here. 
as well. Yeah, that's why he's here so much. I just thought it was, you see him at any sporting game and you're like, that looks like his sport of choice. And then you see him at another one, you're like, oh, wait a minute. He just (laughs) just likes sport. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Take the roof off and welcome Mr. Harley Brown. Yeah, the Brisbane Comedy Festival, it is coming back. you got to get your tickets right now from Ticket Tech to see Harley Breen. Good morning. G'day, legends. How you doing? Good, mate. Um, we're just flicking through your Instagram at we're the moment. We're having a bit of a love fest. Looking at your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. A, a life on show is what Instagram is. Mm. Yeah. Only the good bits, though. Oh, well, not always for you. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good bits, they have to be funny. If they're not funny, I don't put them up. And that can include children having tantrums. Yes, all right, fair enough. And you did post a selfie of yourself um, as well, um, saying beautiful, which I don't know if it's your best angle. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's beauty is in the eye of the beholder, is what they say. And I've only got one eye open in that shot. (laughs) Are you actually a smoker or do you just smoke in your photos? <laughs> yeah, it's just all for Insta, mate. Yeah, well, you never know cool, these. Haven't you heard? <laughs> you never know these days, do you? How do you, how do you afford it? It would be my question. Oh well, people are going to buy tickets to my show. What a horrible pitch that is! <laughs> what, a, what a horrible pitch! Hey guys, buy a ticket to my show so I can buy some tickets. Oh, your kids will be so proud. <laughs> See him before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not judging you for being a smoker. I always see that my mate, always my mate who's a smoker, right? Heavy smoker. And he complains about the price all the time. I always just say to him, I go, you don't have to do it. He goes, yeah, but I love it. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm saying the same about drinking to you. Yeah, true. Yeah. true. Hey, were you out and about in the streets of Brisbane making coffees this week? I was. I went and did coffee and comedy. Um, you know what they say about stand-up comedy? It's way better in the daylight, in the middle of the day, with no alcohol involved. Oh, completely. Yeah, that's just a known fact. <laughs> so what were you guys doing? Were you serving coffee while telling jokes? I haven't heard about it. No, there was, there, it, it was a little cross-promotion with the Brisbane Comedy Festival and some local cafes. Um, I actually had a lot of fun. Just did a, uh, a short 10-minute bit, and then there was uh, free coffees for an hour. And, of course, I do look like your archetype, archetypal you Melbourne barista as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> what was your first two times doing stand-up like? Because Stav, you know, has done stand-up um, I was quite there a bit. at and, his first. Yeah, and Matty over there has done it once, and I think he's fallen in love with it but scared to go again. What was your first two times? Because I imagine you get a laugh the first time you go back. Well, it was uh, it was very daunting because the very first live stand-up that I saw, I was in, and Stab's right. Stab was in the room, and it was at the Queen's Arms Queen's Hotel, Arms. Yeah. and there was really nothing going for it. No, it was <laughs> a hole. <laughs> it was, I think there was about 17 comedians in the room yeah. and maybe just two drunk blokes yes. at the bar, no, one, that was it. Do you remember the girl, Sandy? She was there every week, and we were just, all the comedians would just ruin her every week, and she would still turn up. She was like an institution for a while there. Was, <laughs> yeah, God. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you did well. You had a great set. Oh, thanks, mate. Well, I, I, caught, I, I got addicted to it from that first night. I mean, you'd remember, Stav, back then I was attempting to be an actor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did stand-up because acting work was very hard to come by. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got into stand-up and went, oh, acting can get bent. Well, this. <laughs> the, other, the other big thing I remember about you, and sorry if this is too much information, you were an actor and you were a virgin. I was a Christian virgin yes. actor is where I started. And my word, have things changed. <laughs> I mean, for starters, I've got three children. So, you know, you know the virginity has stopped. <laughs> um, I mean, but that would have been a, a great... Did you use that as for material back then? Like, I yeah. people would go and love to see jokes about that. 
Well, I, uh, look, it's like anything in my life. If, if I'm experiencing it, I'm talking about it on stage. I'm very much an open book, uh, which is very much what the, this year's show is about. Um, it's called Only Words because it's all about the words that I put in my notebook. Mm. And uh, I don't really hide much except I use the notebook to vent some of the more disturbing, macabre, dark thoughts that I have okay. uh, and then try and hone those into actual stand-up and fun moments. And, um, and that's all well and good unless you leave your notebook in your child's school bag <laughs> oh, God. and then that <laughs> notebook gets passed around young children oh, God. <laughs> and you receive a letter from the principal detailing oh. what's happened. <laughs> oh, well, you can see it in Brisbane the 28th and 29th of Feb. Um, make sure you go and check it out. Is that it for you? Are you going to go for the fourth or...? No, because I'd have to buy a Kia Carnival, and I hate them. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's a big, the big thing for men, isn't it? If I have one more, it's a minivan, it's a and I can't yeah. do it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I've got a Subaru Forester, which is the only right choice of car when you're a family person. Yeah. And uh, at the moment, the family is very much squeezed into that, and I would have to upgrade to the minivan and then do U-turns in front of people as they're trying to go about their day. <laughs> See, I've had this conversation with my wife because we have three kids, and she said, babe, it doesn't matter about the car, your three kids... Kids in the back seat are still a turn off to other women. <laughs> oh well, uh, some women find it quite appealing yeah. if you're able to make them. Yeah. I said the same thing to my husband, and he said, "Car seats can come out for the children." <laughs> oh, that's there a good point. Go. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, uh, buddy. Well, uh, you can see you, Harley Breen. Only words right here in Brizzy, the 28th and 29th of Feb. Get your tickets; they're on sale right now at Ticket Tech. Uh, pleasure to talk to you, mate. Thanks for calling Thanks. in. Very much for having me, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, have you heard the news? Big news. Breaking news. Can't believe the news. The news has actually been... Dire. Sad lately, hasn't it? Dire, yeah. I mean, there's nothing we can do about that, though, but... um, I find that I end up clicking in it. Clicking on it and going in a bit of a wormhole, and then Mm. sometimes I feel like I'm doing them justice to be able to read their story. Yeah. Uh. I think if we don't click, then it it won't be around, but... Mm. I mean, they're, they're the facts of life. And every so often in between the sadness, there is a ridiculous news story which must be discussed. Often from overseas. Mm. No, we're actually starting to get them here in Australia now, oh. which is good. Oh, that's good. Um, this, this is, <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> this is not a pooper story, though, that I've brought to you guys today. Okay. okay? Well, that's surprising because the excitement in your face would say otherwise. Yeah. We did have a Green Slopes pooper. The guy was pooing on the um, sidewalk. Mm-hmm. They caught him on camera in the middle of the night. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you bits of this story um, and see if you guys can fill in the blanks to okay. it. Okay. Okay. Um, now, yesterday in Sydney, there were two females and a man on the run after escaping. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where did they escape from? When you say it like that, you'd be jail. Yeah, like a paddy wagon because you, you wouldn't have a woman, two women and a Mental man. Mental institution. Escaping. Oh, yeah. Good call. Uh, it was the a, a hosp- uh, Like a wedding. Uh, escape from a wedding? Yeah. Altogether, you know what I mean? Oh. It's going to be a click thing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they escaped from the Royal <laughs> Prince Alfred Hospital. Oh. Uh, they were not humans. They were, in fact, baboons. What? So Why were they in the hospital? They have a research facility there. What? Yes. They're doing animal testing on them? Oh, please don't be for lipstick. Uh, no, it was for foundation. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think they do animal two, testing in Australia. Two either. attractive baboons escaped from a hospital today. <laughs> they have a re- do you say research facility? So yeah. they're helping them out? Or is it for human reasons? It was for human reasons. Oh, no. Coronavirus. I don't, don't want to hear that. 
No, they were testing them for things um, to help uh, stuff like with doing diet and exercise with them to help without with um, like pancreatic cancers. Oh, and, I know and why they escaped. Like that. They needed some sugar. Yeah. Well, on a diet. What do you think they were about to do to the baboons? Well, one of them in particular. They were being transported mm. in a car. And the lock apparently failed, which I'm thinking, no, someone's just forgotten to put the child lock on or the baboon lock on properly. Yeah, yeah they can pick locks. <clears throat> the male was off to have a procedure done. What do you reckon the procedure was that the baboon was getting done? Vasectomy. Yes, correct. <laughs> it is a vasectomy. <laughs> He's like, I've got to escape this. No, no, no. My missus is going to be headless. I promised her three kids. Wait, the, 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 the baboon wouldn't know that, though. Mm, you say that. They're very they're smart. They're very smart, I guess. Okay. They Why were they giving it vasectomy if they're trying to do diet? Was it not focusing so that they thought that would be the better thing? Maybe. I don't know. They, they so the male wife. escaped, but the other male and the female were still there. Or yeah, there two the, females? The two, two females. females. They were his accomplices. Oh. Now, the best part of a story like this is, it's already ridiculous. Yeah. Three baboons on the run in Sydney because one of them didn't want to get a vasectomy done. Mm-hmm. They finally catch them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the spokesperson who comes out for the hospital. The hospital or the okay baboon union? <laughs> <laughs> like it just seems. Remember, that, remember when the baboons went on strike? Could you imagine them go? Oh, last time I did out this, we discovered like we we're getting towards a cure for cancer. But all right, I'll do about the baboons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's come out, and this is my favourite thing about the whole story. Uh, this is the quote: "Last I heard, they just were having a good look around the precinct and ended up in the car park where they were behaving far better than we expected them to be." Hmm. So no, no need to worry, anyone. They're just in the car park hanging out. Was they weren't he, getting up to no good. Was he like? Just having one last shebang. Didn't say. Uh. What he did say was obviously they decided that inspecting the premises was an appropriate way to spend a couple of hours at the hospital. A couple of, they were out for a couple of hours? Just roaming around, checking out the sites of the hospital and enjoying it. That would be freaky if you was looking out at the hospital and you're like, what sort of drugs am I on? <laughs> there are three baboons. Does anyone else see them? <laughs> All these people going into the hospital going, I think I need to lie down. I've just seen three baboons out there. Safely staying away from people. They didn't really interrupt anyone. Do we have it here? Baboons. Like, well, I'm saying, do we have animals in hospitals here? Because it's Probably. the first I've ever heard about that. Well, to be fair, I would prefer that a doctor was practicing his vasectomies on a baboon before I let him have a crack at me. Do you I think d- you got a baboon vasectomy? Uh, uh, if I don't know whether he tested there, but imagine you're lying down and you're like, "Been doing this long? No, this is my first one I've ever done." You're the. Test. Would it make you feel any better saying this is my first human, but I've done ten baboons? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Would? If yeah. you went to your vasectomy guy and you were walking in, and as you were walking out, a baboon looking really sad was walking the other <laughs> way, would you be like, "This is the guy for me"? Yeah. Okay. I, but what, you I would... think the size is a bit different as well. I, I mean, each Which way? <laughs> well, baboons, I Bigger. thought, were smaller, but oh. if you find you relate, whatever. That's hurtful. Well, now you're Googling it, and I'm telling no, you that's going to be an alarm for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They did capture the baboons, and the vasectomy has now been done. So, wow. all's well that ends well. Not for the baboon. <laughs> the two females were just there to keep him calm during it. Oh, my so God. So they were just escorting him. They were his moral support. They oh won't have anything God. done. They wanted to make sure he got it done. <laughs> like, if we let him go by himself, he won't get it done. We better go with him. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. There's a mole in the Stav, Abby and Matt scene. One of these people is the mole. Okay, 20 years ago, this week, Abs, it was your first forte into television. <laughs> Do you know, this is a, a, this is a thing of going, enjoy your time, because I can remember being on it like it was just yesterday. 
Yeah. But we didn't know what reality show was like. You know, we didn't have Instagram, didn't get my like. (laughs) (laughs) If only it was now, you'd have a whole business on the end of it. I did have a few more requests on MySpace. Wow. (laughs) 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 So you came runner up, um, and to celebrate that, um, this week we thought it'd be a fun idea for Stav, Abby, myself, and our producers, Candy and Siobhan. We drew out of a hat, and one of us has become the show mole. Only the mole knows that they are the mole. Their job is to sabotage the show all week, and they reveal themselves on Friday. Yeah. I've been thinking it was Stab the whole time. Now I'm starting to think it's either you or Shiv. Well, we were just about to do something else, and then Adrian, our sound guy, has come in, and what did you have to say, and why are we all in the studio? Well, I just, basically, my wife and child have been kidnapped by the mole. Right. And so I have to do his bidding. Okay. So uh, I am now an accomplice to the mole. And okay. he told you to get us all, gather us all in the studio. They told us. <laughs> they told. They told us. Okay. To get in the studio. Why, why have your wife and kids got anything to do? It? Can we request whose kids get taken tonight? <laughs> you want yours done tonight? I just say overnight. <laughs> Make somewhere peaceful for them, if that's all right. And yeah, then I'll nice sleep. Hotel. It was yeah. great. If yeah. that's okay, if you could pass that back to the mole. Uh, well, there is a piece of audio on your button bar. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, um, So... I've got two. One one has been placed that says Mold Challenge. Well, that's the one that I want you to play. So, um, when you're ready, fire away. This is The Architect. Welcome to your Alpha Box Challenge. You've been talking so much lately about how you want to give away the Alpha Bucks $10,000. In one week, we've had two nine out of ten games. That's true. We won our first $10,000 winner for the year. Yeah, I know. We're banging, we're frothing. Well, here is your chance. In front of you are five shot glasses. There's spirulina, a cheeseburger, what? beef stock, Sardines and honey. Between you, please select a shot glass. And if each of you finish your shot, we'll give today's Alphabucks contestant double the time. That's right. 60 seconds to win the cash. But only if each one of you finishes the challenge. Please select your shot glass. And remember, you could help someone win 10 thousand dollars 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 idiot <laughs> so now i know who the mole is well this is also sus because you just off the cuff said the mole should double i know but i money. just went to go and grab a shot glass to get in first and she just pushed my hand away like that's <laughs> not <laughs> what we rehearsed because i want the honey <laughs> oh I'm he said that there was honey uh, so, so i'm hey, 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 hey. Yo, yo, okay. So, <laughs> it's tearing us apart. <laughs> this is really tearing you guys so apart. If we all down this this grot, yeah, then there'll be sixty seconds to play Alpha Bucks. So, which is eight. double the normal amount of time for Alpha Bucks. Uh-huh. So, if anyone who's listening who wants to play Alpha Bucks, please call up and plead your case. Okay, because these guys are going to have to fight over which one. I'm telling you right now, the cheeseburger smells delicious. Okay. Um, if ever, anyone wants to give that a shot, but um, I can feel sweat running down oh. the inside of my body. So I, bas- want, I want to do double, but I got to tell you, there's two of them that I can't drink. Yeah. I'm gonna say there's only one that I can drink. There's Don't two give I'm me not your taking spirinella vegan rubbish. I'm going for that one. <laughs> well, what one am I meant to have? Sardine. Do you not want cheeseburger? <laughs> you are a vegan, yeah. and the vegan has to prove themselves yeah. that they're not, not the, the mole. mole. Downing the cheeseburger. Yeah. No, that no. Sardines are animals. 
That's against her beliefs. We can't yeah. No, you can't. All right, so we're going to... I've been trying to get her to eat a sausage for years. <laughs> Sorry. She's given up on the sausage. Trust no, she me. hasn't. Oh, she has. <laughs> you, you guys are going to have to... You've got one song now to deliberate on which shot glass you're going to take. When we come back from the song, mm. then basically you're going to have 20 seconds to... Can I get a to, list of them? Oh, yeah, so here we go. Wait, wait, so can we, I just ask one question? Why, yeah. why have your kids in that being kidnapped? Why is your kid and your wife being kidnapped? <laughs> How does so that he'll mean? do what he'll do. Ta- yeah, because otherwise oh, the mole... Oh, dramatic. Got it. Yeah, got yeah. it. <laughs> so if you don't tell us what to do, your yeah. family dies. Sorry. Yeah. It's just because I really... You got the most beautiful daughter, and I was like, I don't understand what she's got to do with the... All right, okay. So we'll deliberate. We'll be back in three minutes. Um... Yeah, so, and if anyone's listening, please get on and, and plead your case as well as to why, because 60 seconds to play oh. Alpha Bucks. Do we have to keep it down? Like, because uh, I'll throw a couple of those up straight away. Mm, Pretty yeah. sure you do. All right, well, uh, yeah. we'll come back. We'll see how we go. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. There's a mole in the Stav, Abby, and Matt team. One of these people is the mole. Celebrating 20 years since Abby Coleman was runner-up on the original mole, the best mole, we thought let's get out of Stav, Abby, me, Matt, Candy and uh, <coughs> Siobhan, one of our producers, let's pick out someone out of a hat to be the mole and destroy the show. Um, they've been doing that this week, the line masked themselves on Friday. We've just received a message from the mole um, <sighs> through Adrian, our audio guy. And what's the mole said for you to, for us today? So basically, uh, we've now got a challenge in front of every person in the studio right now. It's a shot glass. They're filled with spirulina, cheeseburger, sardines, honey, and beef stock. And if everyone skulls this shot right now, we'll add 30 seconds to the timer for Alpha Bucks, which is coming up next. So someone has twice as long to win ten thousand dollars. The the issue is we we were already dry reaching talking about it. Yeah. Um. We've got one vegan on the team, so she's got the spirinella, which just makes her skin glow. So I'm a little <laughs> bit headless now. And honey's also, not exactly a challenge. So I divvied them out because I thought <laughs> she said she's not going to do it unless she gets honey, because that's what a mole would say. Over there, you surprised <laughs> me because Maddie said that he will take the sardines, which is. I think that's proving you're not the mole, personally. I, I think it's proving you is the mole, because what if it's even well, sardines? He swap? jumped on it so quickly. Swap, mate? I did not jump, jump on it quickly. No, he You just, all I... avoided it, and I said, I want someone to win $10,000 today. I want them to have the 60 seconds. I'll to complete the challenge. That's what he wants you to think, Brisbane. But then Stav's dry reaching, and normally he's good at food challenges, so maybe he's trying to throw but it. What are you dry reaching over? What do you got? I'm, I've got a day-old cheeseburger blended. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> you want to swap? I could do that and the sardines swap, together. Swap. <laughs> You want you want the sardines? I think I prefer it. You haven't smelt it. Oh god, oh, I don't know. I'm gonna throw, yeah, oh, I'm gonna throw up either way. So gross. Now this is a, this is a trigger warning for anyone. <laughs> yeah, and this is the thing. We're just letting oh, you guys know. Feet throw up or anything. I'm sorry. Do you want us to do it or not? Because 60 seconds is great for for <laughs> Alpha Bucks, but then spewing on the air is not not great. So uh, Emily in North Lakes. Yes, 110 percent do it. It's like 30 seconds. Yeah. For someone to have more time. To win $10,000. I don't... I do it. I normally turn off I'm a celeb. Get me out of here when they do the food challenge. Yeah, yeah. it's the worst It's bit, the eh? only reason I wouldn't go on that show. Um... <laughs> You know what? I love how we all took 10 seconds to think it and like, who's going to say it? Who's going to be the one? Uh, <laughs> love you, Steph. Love you. Yeah, right. but Google who's Steph? Uh, that, that would be the. Uh, okay, Alyssa. 
Yes, hello. Thoughts? We, uh, do we complete the challenge? It's not going to be pretty to hear. No, I know, but you really do need to complete it. There's a lot of people out there that deserve the money, um, and I think you guys are just amazing. So I know you've all got it in you, and even if one of you is the mole, I know deep down that you want to complete it, so you have to. Righto. Why yep. did you eat breakfast this morning, Maddie? Because uh, I've got a head cold. Because normally you fast, but yeah. is it because of this? No, no, no. I have, I do have a a, a head cold, and I, I had to have an immune defense tablet, and that right, makes right. me vomit. So, so what are, we doing? are we doing it or not? Looks like we're doing it. <sighs> right. Everyone's got their shot glass in front she's of them. She's got honey. Yeah. It's just, I'll swap you the beef stock. Go. If we're gonna if we're gonna do it, I'll swap you the beef stock. If no, you're gonna give out about me one, having one, honey, it's radio. We've got a fancy timer <laughs> and everything on the button. button so. <laughs> okay. So we've got thirty seconds. If it says here. Cool. 30, we got 30 seconds, is it? 20 seconds, but right. it's got a little thing on the top of it. Right. Where'd mine go? Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Lemon what? and salt, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tra- I'm Can tra- we get water in here, please, from production outside? All right. Here we go. Are we ready? Yeah. Fire the timer. We bang it down. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Hey, Maddie, yeah. look at me. <laughs> I love you all. Oh, God. See you on the other side. Salut. Okay. You have 20 seconds. Your challenge starts now. I mean, it wasn't pretty. I'm aware of that, <coughs> but it happened. Uh. I think I'm gonna go. Sorry. Um, I'm really yeah. sorry, but I didn't do it. I did. Well, I don't know who <coughs> thought it was funny to give me spirulina, but they should know that it goes straight through me. Oh! <laughs> and I don't mean that in the context of the game. And I've got a really big thing today, and you guys know I've got a big thing today, and I can't do spirulina because I'll yeah. literally be pooping myself the whole time. It's happened before. Someone on the team knows it's happened before. Oh, I'm not doing ow, it. Out, out, <laughs> Does it make you poop? Oh, all the way. No, it doesn't. I oh, it does. Still... You're a vegan and you're having like pure like wheatgrass shots. <coughs> no, it, it goes. <coughs> I still take have the spirulina. Have... I'll no. drink hers. Does that count? Yeah, she can drink mine. <coughs> then it will, counts. Will it still count, or we only had thirty seconds? I don't know. Adrian. Adrian. Where's I'm the gonna... boss? So oh, I don't know. Actually, do I need to ask the boss about oh, giving away $10,000? But I I, if, if you're going to take it right now, I, I think you should take I'm, it. I'm not taking it. I have <laughs> blended fish in my teeth, <laughs> and I've spat probably you half of it through out. this. You can wash that out. You're not going to um, go sit on a board boss, all day and have to oh, poop yourself. Boss man is... No, it's off. <sighs> it's off. 30 it's done. Seconds. It's done. 30 seconds only. Well, that clearly you're the mole. Well, clearly the mole wants you to think I'm the mole. No, for God's sake. Because you think everyone is aware that Spirinella goes straight through you? Well, there are a lot of people on this team who You don't have that on your Facebook that. page update. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you're not the mole, you're just a horrible person. Yeah, I'm going to second <laughs> that one. That. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we've got, oh, we've got a call. Can uh, you take the phone? Hey, Jessie's on from Crestmead. G'day, Jessie. Hello. What do you want to say? Um, I would... Kills to be on Alpha Bus, but I try to get through every single day because I'm a bus driver in childcare and we're on the bus. So uh, me and my co-worker always 
guess the questions and we're always trying to ring through and, oh, my God, it would be so amazing to get that money. Come on, Candy, just drink it. No. Drink it. No, there's literally what do you money. What do you think about the fact that... I'm begging you. Jessie, no. what do you think about the fact that we all had our shot, we all thought that everyone was doing it, and then she has the, the nicest of any of them and hasn't drunk it's it? It's not even nice. P- vegans pay for it. No. Just do it. No. Oh, wow. You've got no idea. Like $10, I do have an idea of what it's like line. to be sitting down in a place you can't move and have the runs and possibly poop your pants, and I'm just not keen. That's just what you've got to do for the team, mate. Right, oh, no. no. <clears throat> That's, well, the mole's at work. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, uh, tomorrow we'll play Alpha Bucks on the 27th of Feb. Your letter to play Alpha Bucks for $10,000 is, will be for tomorrow, the oh, first letter of the up? alphabet. It's the first letter of the alphabet. Is it, you know that? Oh. Which is? A. 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 Correct. <laughs> Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. Yeah, $10,000. We are the home of big cash here in Brisbane. All you got to do is answer 10 questions correctly. Could have had 60 seconds if it wasn't for the show, Villain Candy. Oh, hang on. Someone's, has they ruined your mic fault. again? That was my fault. I'm still not thinking straight. I had to have a bit of a bathroom. <laughs> Break. 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 Okay. <sighs> now, Kate from Jim Boomba, you're on to play Hello. this morning. Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. Oh, sorry that Candy um, ruined it so you can't get 60 seconds. I'm sorry about that. I know. That's so devo. Mm. She's definitely the mole. Yeah, yeah, I know. She also thinks that... Puppies are harder to raise than kids, but anyway, <laughs> and she's a vegan. How much more evil can you get? I don't know. That's probably the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now you know how this works. You get um, uh, if you get fifty dollars for each correct answer. Say pass if you can't think quickly. You can't repeat the same answer for any of the questions. But your letter is G for gold. No worries. Thank you. All right, Kate. Your time will start when I finish the first question. Good luck. And that question is. Name a language. German. Name a fruit. Grapefruit. Name a movie. Pass. Name a restaurant food chain. Pass. Name a mythical creature. Pass. Name a singer. Pass. Name a Marvel character. Pass. Name something you wear on your face. Oh, Ooh, you got $100? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no offence, Kate, but I reckon if we gave you five minutes, you might have been out of luck today. The nerves got you. <laughs> yep. You like that one? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Women often feel pressure from society and other places to lose weight. A recent study finds some girls as young as three years old worry about being fat. Yeah, well, yesterday on the show, I was talking to you guys about how um, Rory was in the bath and she said to me that for her lunch from now on, she wanted me just to pack an apple. And when I asked her why she only wanted an apple in her lunch, she said because she needs to get skinny. Now, for those of you that don't know, my daughter is seven years old and is in no way overweight. Uh, so I was just a bit concerned that that's starting that young, but you hear that there that it does start a lot younger uh, sometimes. And joining us now to talk about that is Dr. Stephanie Damiano from the, um, she's the project manager of the Primary School Body Image Project with the Butterfly Foundation. Good morning, Dr. Stephanie. Good morning. Now, that was said uh, in the bath with, with my daughter. Do you think that's something that I should be concerned about or what? how should I deal with that with her? 
Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think it's something that can be really alarming for parents to hear. Um, and I think the sort of first instinct that parents can have is to kind of jump on that and, and fix it. Um, and I think the important thing to first do, which I think you did, was just sort of take a breath and maybe process what it is that they've said. And then I think the first sort of then important step is to ask them why they've said what they've said. Um, whether that's about food or their body, it's really getting a sense of what they mean and how they might be feeling. Because we certainly know with children, they might just be re repeating something that they've heard mm. somebody else say. They might have learned something that they're misinterpreting, or it may be something more serious and concerning, like that they've been experiencing appearance-based teasing, um, or they're experiencing low self-esteem. So it's sort of getting a sense of why they're saying what they're saying. I think that would be the first step. We think uh, it was from, she's been watching YouTube, and one of the YouTubers she's been watching started off watching, um, watching reaction videos and, and things, and then you keep on following their videos, and eventually she was buying clothes online uh, and then trying them on when, when they arrived at her house to see how they looked um, compared to how they looked online. And I think like she was saying, oh, I look skinny in this, or this one makes my butt look big, or this one makes me look fat, and I think that's where it came from. Is social media a lot to blame for um, the way kids are feeling these days? Well, I think that there's, uh, it's quite complex in terms of what contributes to how children think and feel about their body. Um, but we certainly know that media plays a, an important role in that. So thinking about what a child is exposed to, whether it's on YouTube or other social media platforms, or just even just kids' cartoons that sometimes have those kind of subliminal messages that present kind of weight stereotypes um, and particular kind of attitudes around looking a certain way. Um, I think then kind of more broadly is thinking about what else they're being exposed to, whether it's in peer groups or extended family or within the family home. We know that, you know, parents, you know, can, can be really positive role models uh, when it comes to body image and, and eating attitudes as well. You spoke about that yesterday, Abs, uh, as well with, you know, women saying, um, you know, I look fat in that. They may not yeah. realise how effective those words are. Mine comes from, to be honest, I got helped out growing up by the Butterfly um, Foundation quite a bit. I had um, severe eating disorders and went to a lot of different clinics, inpatient and outpatient as well. And the one thing that sort of, I guess, saved me is to learn about the relationship with the food, that it is for health, mm. you know, mm. rather than how you look. And for that, I will never comment on how I look in a bad light in front of my children. Ever, because I feel like we're so used to putting ourselves down, but we don't realise how those comments can affect the children. Um, yeah, so absolutely. I, I just feel, and it's to do as well. Like I, I know Stab got really offended when I said that. You're like, oh, it's my wife. I said, no, not at all. But it's just if if your wife is talking badly about herself, she shouldn't for her sake as well. Ooh, you know, and it's not. I wasn't accusing her of doing it. <coughs> I just mean, as a general tone, we're very easy to throw out things of like, I look fat and all that which I just think, why? What purpose is that going to help? <laughs> so yeah, it's getting absolutely. out of that habit of doing it. Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, you know, parents aren't necessarily to blame in it all. As I said, it's quite complex in terms of what contributes to how children feel. Um, but certainly the conversations that we have, and it's sometimes I think it's those conversations that you have with friends that the kids can hear. Um, so it's not necessarily you saying things like that right in front of your child or to your child, but they might be just overhearing those conversations. Um, and so it can be things about thinking about um, 
talking about yourself in a more positive way and if it feels uncomfortable to make a compliment about yourself then it's you know focusing on I'm going to the gym because it helps me feel good and it makes my heart strong as opposed to I'm going there to lose weight for example yeah very good what about with young men I know we talk about it a lot with um, with females and it's definitely more prevalent the expectation on on young women is very different to, to boys but how do you think if how do we deal with our our young boys if we think they're heading down that path? Yeah, so I guess the same the same kind of rules apply. Um, we're certainly seeing that there is an increase in boys experiencing body dissatisfaction. It can just sometimes look a little bit different for boys. So it's more around a, a drive for muscularity, so them really wanting to build muscle. Um, and I think it's thinking about that both parents and the sort of whole community that children live in plays a role in how they think about that. So um, it's not just mums and daughters. Um, mums can impact boys and fathers can impact girls. So it's, mm. um, it's thinking about how you sort of want to present attitudes and behaviours around the body and food as a family. Well, if people, um, <clears throat> excuse me, feel they need help, uh, the helpline for the Butterfly Foundation is one 4673 Dr. Stephanie Damiano, thank you so much for coming on this morning. My pleasure. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. This is a conversation I had about going to get a vitamin D injection. We went and got blood tests. So I was like, oh, why don't we, we, once we're finding out a blood type, I want to know vitamin. And I was deficient in a lot, including um, vitamin D. So I had to have an... In- is there a cough happening or is it just my imagination? No, that wasn't. I think it's the bed. Is it the bed, is it? I didn't hear a cough. Okay. That's not the mole at work. I yeah, don't see it's, I don't it's, know. It's a sound I'm on edge. I'm it's sorry. I'm on edge. But um, <laughs> so I was going to the doctors and I was having an off-air conversation about my underwear because when you go to go and get a, a check from a doctor or you go and get a massage or you even when you go and get a facial, you wear your nice underwear because mm. you know that they may see it. Yes. Mm. And I kind of go, what is that nice underwear? Is it a, a safe cotton brief? <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm not going to offend. Because sometimes if you're going to wear like a, a lacy G-string, they'd go, oh, where are you going, girlfriend? Yeah, you're not going to wear anything from Honey Badette, are you? Yeah, so, and because it's in your bottom, I would just wanted to know that briefs were probably inappropriate because then I'd have to drop them yeah. f- to the doctor. But I thought a G-string was appropriate because my cheeks are already out. And then he could just goes, whoop, yeah. in goes in into the gluteus maximus, inject you with the vitamin D, which you require, and then you toddle off feeling all good. And that's what you normally wear. So you, you wear what you normally wear. Yeah, I should wear. say you, that I just not a sexy one, if that's, yeah, that's what, you what you want to put out. It's just yeah. a simple cotton one. I'm, but, I don't even... So... But before that, you... No, what you I'm did, wearing a green one today. You were... Uh, we'll get it up on Instagram. So no, not that. You, you, but you yourself were, were worried what to wear because you were wearing the G-Banger, yes. but in your bag you had bought a pair of briefs and you were fleshing out with us here. You're like, mm, what, what, what am I going to do for the doctor? What do I wear? So we went to the phones. Um, I reckon definitely just wear the G-String. Mm. Yeah, I just wear the G-Banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I always wear the G-String. Yeah. Whatever makes it comfortable. But she should just for the occasion go into the doctor is special. Now, <laughs> I, want, I want to let you know that uh, my Instagram came alive last night uh, with a few messages from people asking um, what I wore, what, 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 you wore. You d- what you decided on in the end. They felt it was a bit like you were walking the, the Grammys red carpet and they wanted to know Can what be dress honest, you chose. Because we were talking about it so much, yeah. I sat in the car for 20 minutes yeah. before my appointment as I was early and just went, what am I doing? Mm. And I was talking to a friend and I was explaining the situation and then I was like, shh. 
And they're like, what are you doing? I said, oh, I just put perfume on. That's what you can hear. And they're like, you, after you're just so nervous, you've just now put perfume on to make it seem like you're even more trying to impress. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like everything about it was just getting annoying. Were you wearing heels? Uh, what kind of shoes are you wearing? I was so wearing my you, boots. Were you dressed up? I was wearing my boots. Okay. So <laughs> I just, it was just being stupid because, yeah. because we made a big deal about it yeah. and they heard it. Yeah. Did you put lip gloss on before no, you went in? But so you were allowed to in. dress up for the doctor. I know, but I didn't want to make a big deal okay, about okay, it. So okay. I walked in yeah. and there was a few like, what did you go with? And then they pointed out, they said, look, to be honest, if you're wearing underwear, you're one step ahead of many people. Right. So many people go into the doctors and apparently they didn't realise they had to take their pants off and go, oh, I'm not oh, wearing any underwear. Right. So that is a common thing that doctors have to deal with. Yeah, yeah okay. Which right. I was like, who are these people? But they did say that for women, often they will be wearing nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to look your best, yeah. you know, at all times. So yeah. I chatted to the doctor. We went through everything. It was low vitamin D. And, Were you asking yeah. more questions than usual just to drag it out? I even asked about the kids' ears. I was like, why would they try to get those checked? Because he's got hearing issues. Uh-huh. Turned into a $120 consult instead of 40 bucks. Anyway, so I was like, okay. And he's like, all right. <clears throat> and I was like, are we he doing it here? And he goes, no, with the nurse. Also oh, the nurse? I was like. After all this. The nurse is obviously a woman? Uh-huh. Yeah. What did she say when you I just lifted her, up I said, your... Well, I, I walked around and then the other office um, manager was there and I like her, so we started chatting. And she's like, do you want me to leave? I went, oh, God, no. I've got my nice underwear on now, so you can stay. <laughs> and then to make it worse, it wasn't even the cheek, so she still had to pull them down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it just made it even more. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so just make yourself feel comfortable when you go to things. But what I've realised is everyone is normal. When you go to a doctor, everyone's that's, normal. Well, that's what I tried to say. They, they see, uh, no matter how bad you are, there's always somebody worse. Doesn't hurt, though. Didn't really? hurt at all. No? Pop it straight in? No, it was a slow one. Oh, yeah. Right. It's from the, you can get it from the sun, can't you, as well? Yes, but I can't absorb it for some reason. There you go. I don't know. It might be my Plus heritage because my dad can't either. The needle won't give you cancer either, which is an upside to the injection. That's a very good point. You know? Yeah. Do you reckon, though, the doctor got the nurse to do it because of the conversation we had? Or do you think that Having that's always him, the way it always goes? I forgot they've got nurses there. They've got a whole department. So the doctors don't do anything. And, and as you, you know, like a shout out to doctors, you do an amazing job. But yeah. I think you will know that nurses are better are giving injections. Yeah, that's true. In all the videos so, I've seen. Mm. you got a gentler touch. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. There you go. I'm sorry. I so, no harm, no foul. No, no. Well, I, look, I didn't want to ask, so I'm glad you brought it to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. Keep listening to this, dear Abby, and if you have any advice, maybe you have been through something similar to this to work uh, at work, um, call up on 13 10 16, give advice. And you can send an email at dearabby at hit105.com.au. He has written. At the start of the year, our company informed us that 30% of our employees would be made redundant or let go. And as you can imagine, it's been a stressful time. Mm. My direct line manager is rather incompetent and I would be able to do their role with confidence as I'm qualified for it and I would be the most suitable replacement. I feel that higher management is aware of this and have asked me about recent correspondence that I've had with him and if I can forward on emails as proof of instructions that were given that cost the the company a lot of money. 
Although I do want his job, I feel like HR is basically asking me to get him fired and I feel like a snitch Mm. for doing that. I mean, they should be able to come up with it on a decision on their own. I just feel like I'm dobbing and I'm not sure I can feel great about that um, if I do. My wife feels differently and she has said that it's an instruction from HR, so I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't do what they asked. Mm. I do know that she is scared I'll lose my job and um, and I know that her motivation is our two daughters and a third on the way. And of course that is mine too. Can you ask your listeners if anyone has been through this and has advice? Have you turned on a work colleague to save yourself? Mm. 13, 10, 60. It's happened to me. Yeah? Yes. And I said I deleted it. Oh, <laughs> really? Nice. Thank I, you. No, I did. I, I, I did. And I, no, I got asked about it and I said, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't feel comfortable. And look, maybe we've got a different department here, but I said, like, I don't feel comfortable mm. um, doing it. Yeah. Because that would feel like I'm backstabbing someone and I'm sure that you can make your own decision. Yeah. But I don't know, because if you've got a different HR department, then you might get in trouble for things like that. Because I, I believe even if it's your work email, it's not actually yours. No, no. no. That would so, be my thing too. I would I would assume, just knowing what I know about the techs here, that if they wanted to look at your emails, they could do that. Maybe that's for us. And, but if they work yeah. in a different sort of, maybe they work in an IT, but I don't yeah. know. Unfortunately for this person, that's how management works. Mm. So if that person wants to step up into management... It's always harder than you think it's going to be because you have to do stuff like that. That like you have to manage people out. Mm. It's not, and I can't imagine it would be nice firing people. Yeah. Like you always think, you know, if I manage to manager, I clear half the joint out. Oh, but <laughs> no, but you know that's what people yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. say. But that, that's people's lives you're dealing with. Mm. Um, His wife does have a point though. If you're instructed to do it by your, your management, then that it is your job to do it. Mm. I had a situation where I was helping a announcer, a workday announcer, giving them feedback on how to improve, and I didn't realise. Um, I get a call from him one afternoon, and he goes, "I've been fired." I said, "Oh, that's not good." He goes, "Yeah, I got bad advice." That's, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, um, "When I asked HR why I haven't been warned, they said that you that I was managing him out." <gasps> they so, actually dobbed you in. So, but but I was never told that I was managing him out. I was just told, "Can you help this person?" See, that's what I reckon. On the air, he would be afraid of. Yeah. Because if you could do it anonymously, yeah. mm. but if they were to say, "Look, we need your pr-, like," let's just say, if that guy went to HR and said, "I don't believe all this. Where's your proof?" and they said, "Blah blah blah," has sent this in. Mm. Yeah. Even if he doesn't get fired after a result, you've got to work with him. Yeah. Mm. So I wonder. I don't know if you can remain anonymous. With HR, can you? Well, no, I don't know. But uh, that's the thing. I was like, dude, I wasn't aware of that. I was told I was helping you. Um, I don't know if he believed me, mm. but, <laughs> but that, that is hand on heart the truth. If he does get fired, it's going to be very difficult at home. Yes. Oh, but I don't know if it would be a direct thing of like, hey, if you don't help them out, it you might cost your job. But yeah. if you look at it and you go, the first thing he said was 30% of staff mm. are going to be made redundant or let go. So it seems like he wants that position that's safe. Mm. Well, 13, 10, 60, what would you do in this situation? Or if you've been in that situation, how does it play out? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, I tell you what, others have gone through the same. So send an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au with any advice and we'll see if other people can help out. This one's from a guy who said at the start of the year, the company he works for um, informed him that 30% of employees would be made redundant or let go. Um, And he said it's really stressful, but his direct line manager um, 
he believes is getting managed out from the company. And the HR department has asked him to send all emails and correspondence and all the information that he's had with his line manager. But so any incompetencies that he's spotted. Yeah, any conversations, mm. anything. And he's saying, look, I don't feel comfortable doing it because I feel like I'm dobbing, I'm snitching. Mm. Um, but his wife has said, look, they, you have to. It's part of your job. Don't lose it. We've got a third kid on the way. <laughs> And, you know, this is the thing. Morally, he probably feels bad about it, but it's the right thing for his family to get that promotion. Mm. Yeah. Um, Xavier's on from Woodridge. What would you do in this situation, mate? Hey, mate, um, I, I don't know. Oh, I just want to say, man, don't, like, you can't dog the boys like that. <laughs> like, you I can- mean, it, it could come back and bite you, you know? Yeah, that's oh, you say, well. That's what I always think about it. Like, I always say, if someone pays yeah, out their ex. It depends on the relationship too. Like, yeah. if they're good mates, like, everyone's got to eat. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they are good mates. And then at the start of the email, Xavier does say that he thinks that he is incompetent and he could do his job better than him. So, mm. But I guess if you are in, if you get into management and people find out that you did that and that's how you got there, mm. that could... That could and what Xavier's saying, then they could just do it to you. Yeah, it's true. Also, tough one if that guy goes on to get another job and you need him to save you one day. Can I get a reference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Anonymous, good morning. Good morning. What information have you got? Um, well, I previously worked for a company that has made people redundant mm. and or the HR department. You don't have to give information if you don't want to. Um, if they're asking for a specific reference saying um, this person has done blah with money or... Um, they've acted poorly in their role and they've given you a directive as of this email shows that they've done this, then you can send that one through. Um, But you don't necessarily have to go along with what HR is saying by the sounds of it. They're just wanting to push this person out and find whatever they can. Yeah. Which but I, don't you don't really you, the right way? Yeah. Do you feel like some people do get scared of HR though, thinking, well, if they want to find a way, they will get yeah. rid of me if I say no to them? Absolutely. I have one of my parents is actually a HR manager, mm. and he has dealt with this so many times where people have come from previous jobs and or have a preconceived idea of what. HR managers do and yeah. they fire and hire and they dog people in, but really they're just there to help you or they should be there to help you and they should be there to help the company. A bit like a lawyer I find HR to be. Yeah, like, you want to be on well, their good side. It would be yeah. annoying having your dad as a HR manager though. You get sent to HR <sighs> <Yeah>. at home. <laughs> do we, does anyone know who our HR manager is? Uh, there's a group out of Sydney, I believe. I don't know their names. There's a group now? Oh, like I think there's a couple of them. I there's a there was cable. one. To yeah, they sit around she, a round table. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, the first time I worked here, I knew them quite well. I got a yeah, couple of written warnings. Yeah, she's left now, though. Oh, has she? Jill, that was her name. She was head yes, of HR. she was lovely. Yes. To me, she was, but... Never met her. Um, Brendan. She knew you. Yeah, she did. <laughs> uh, Brendan Ipswich, um, what would you do in this, this situation? Yeah, mate, you've got to take the job. you got to take the job? Was that what you said? Yes. 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 Hold on. Well, uh, Brendan, like you know, robot. Yeah, that's what a robot I don't know. would say. Our producers have said that he said you need to you need to dob in and go for it All in right. the job because no one in business cares about anything except numbers, so you have to do it. Mm. Now, this is the issue: is our phone lines break a lot on this show, so, so we, we don't, don't know. know if it's a mole or not. No, that because was just... someone is trying to sabotage the show. Yeah, no, that was just a bad line. Was you it reckon? Mole? Yeah, not everything's the mole. 
Uh, I reckon it is. Okay, it was the mall. It is. Uh, so- Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Okay, so... It's not all about Justin Bieber. She's moved on. But um, obviously the lyrics are removed and it's just... Our, yeah, yeah, our boss finds it funny and he's not the mole because he's not in this. So, she's, it, it, so they've changed the song. There's no lyrics in this. I like it means you can talk way. right to the end because as a jock, <laughs> radio DJ... Oh, You're right. not allowed to crash the vocals. Imagine if he was trying to hit the post. Then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I know this song has no intro to it. Right. She just starts singing straight away. It's yeah. like that song, Children. Remember, I used to always listen. Like, is there lyrics? No. Oh, no, Kids. Is it Kids? By, yeah. um, MGMT. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, I can tell you what I had for dinner in the intro to this song. <laughs> Let's all sit back. Uh, Sam from Mount Cotton, you heard the song not singing? I did. Yep. And who do you reckon in the mole is? I think it's Maddie. Oh, I see. Maddie, Maddie presses the buttons, but he doesn't control the music. And he oh. doesn't check it before. He just uh, mm. blindly plays it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but keep listening. It's a good suggestion. Uh, there is a mole at work. Me, Stav or Abby, or our two producers, Candy and Siobhan, are sabotaging this show. We're celebrating 20 years since Abby was on the mole. What a way to celebrate. Let's uh, Next time, let's just have a party. But um, I, I think you should watch the video because we had to have shots of disgusting stuff. And I reckon I'm going to go back and look at it because I reckon we can find out who it is. Yeah. How? Well, maybe someone didn't really drink it. Because mm-hmm. I'm yeah. going to check yours because you you had sardine, Annie, and I would say that a mole would never put themselves up for that. But did you really have them? I did. You'll see that I did. Yeah, I um, didn't see anyone else drink, to be fair. Do we still have to pay Selena Gomez for playing this song if she nah. technically doesn't sing? Like, nah. you know, that's... No. Nah. It's right. like the karaoke version. Yeah. That's what, should we keep singing? I don't know, I don't the, know words. the words. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, Stab Abby and Matt at Hit 105. Uh, well, do we want to reflect on the thanks but no oh. thanks? Yeah? Uh, not really. Um, no. I, speaking about the shot glasses, I've been really sick since, and I only had... Beef stock. Beef stock, but I don't think that was beef stock. I think that was whole cubes. I think the other thing a... you've got with that is a huge salt content, which would make you feel sick. I don't know, but it's been... The poor thing... Well, I know this sounds bad, but I've been throwing up in the bathrooms, mm. and a lot of girls come in and out, so they leave really quickly because they think you're pregnant, and it's embarrassing, oh. and I heard a lot of people flushing, uh-huh. like, which is such a good girl code. <laughs> They're like, I've got your girlfriend, flush, 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 flush. <laughs> And someone went in and out of cubicles and clutches. So, no. so whoever did that, thank you. Um, I don't have a thanks, but no thanks. I've been put off, but we've got more calls coming in. Will. Hello, good day, guys. Hey, Will. You got a question, hey. buddy? Yeah, I was just, it was just in regards to the uh, the mole. Yeah. Um, when, when we figure out who it is, uh, is that position going to be opening up? Are you guys getting rid of them? or? Uh, if it's candy, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking shooting. for a new job, that's all. I'm oh, just yeah. happy to take place. Yeah, so, right. All right. Yeah. Well, you sound very qualified. Come on in. Absolutely. <laughs> sure thing. Can I start tomorrow? Um, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's a go-getter. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give him that. <laughs> Rachel in Brussels, you think candy, the producer, is a mole? Oh, honey, I just got that one. Oh. Hey, Rachel. Yeah, hey. Hey, you think Andy's a mole? Yeah, I do. Why? Uh, because of the name. Um, uh, okay, right. You just think it's a molly kind of name. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. Candy, 
probably unsuspicious, but really, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, not sweet. Uh, sweet by name, not by nature. That's what we say. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, the mole continues tomorrow to destroy the show and sabotage. On Friday, they will unmask themselves. So good luck, everyone, trying to work it out. Uh, I'm going to press the button here, and I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. Good luck. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, there we go. That's the podcast, everyone. Thank you so much for downloading it. If you think you know who the mole is, jump onto Facebook and um, tell us. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Uh, any other correspondents can go there as well. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Stav, Abby, and Matt. Stav, Abby, and Matt.